Hi friends, and welcome. Welcome to English Flow. I'm Chloe. And this is O. And we're two educators making a show for you, English learners. Chloe, what were your highlights of this week? What's something good that happened to you? So I've been pretty bored because <laughs> we still have quarantine, but um, in New Jersey, the state where I live, very, very close to New York, uh, we have an election coming up. So we're going to be voting for uh, some local politicians here in New Jersey. So I have been phone banking and text banking for a candidate, for somebody that, that wants to be in government. And what phone banking and text banking is, is that I've been calling people that live here and I've been texting people that live here to tell them a little bit more about this candidate who's running for office, who wants to be in government. So that has been new and interesting. I've never done that before, but it's, it's been fun. Wow, but, that sounds very productive. A very productive week, actually. Yeah, what about you, O? Well, super exciting. Um, it's my first week of summer vacation. Mm. School is finally over for this school year. And this is my first time not working in the summer. Even though teachers have summers off, um, I usually just keep working <laughs> and I don't know why. But this summer I decided to take a break and just reset my brain a little bit. So Reset your brain. That's good. That's a good phrase. Just have my brain relax from yes. all the thinking and all the teaching and all the students. So I'm looking forward to having some downtime, relaxing time. Downtime. Good. Free time, downtime. Yes. Excellent. Great. So, oh, do you want to tell us what we're going to talk about today? Sure. On today's episode, we will be talking about pet adoption, how to get a pet, a little animal in America, and two of the different ways that both of us adopted our animals. Yeah, I think let's start off by telling our listeners why we chose this topic. As you said, we both have pets or small animals in our house, and there are two ways that you can get a pet. You can adopt a pet or you can buy a pet, and we both adopted a pet. So let's talk about the difference between adopt and buy. Um, so when you buy an animal, you go to a pet store or you know a breeder, which is somebody that professionally, I would say, breeds animals. And breeds animals means they make, they choose two animals and they they put the animals together, <laughs> the animals have sex, and there are new animal babies. It's like a scientific process right. for, for getting a specific kind of animal. Um, and then also we call 
the types of dogs, the breed, right? So you have a golden retriever or a cocker spaniel or a pit bull or a Labrador. These are all breeds. So the breeder breeds different breeds. (laughs) It's very complicated. Um, Okay, continue. Yes, and you would traditionally always, I guess, pay a lot of money for these animals. So if you want one of the fancy breeds of dogs, let's say I want a beautiful husky that is pure, meaning everybody in that husky's family has only been a beautiful husky, right? Right. I would go to a shop or like we said, a breeder, I would pay them five thousand dollars or something like that and that would be my animal that i bought exactly and then adopting is when you take an animal home that doesn't have a home the animal doesn't have a family so maybe the dog or cat lives in a shelter so a shelter is like a home for homeless animals All of the animals live in cages. It's like a center for these animals. Or maybe the animal lives with a foster family. So the animal lives with a family, but just for right now, just temporarily, not forever, not for always. So when you adopt an animal, you take an animal home that already lives already exists somewhere else and the animal needs a home and chloe how would you find a place to adopt animals yeah that's a great question so we have here in new york city a ton we have so many agencies and shelters for animals and it's, it's interesting. They're, the agencies and the shelters are both, um, are both there for homeless animals or strays. Stray is a word that we use for homeless animal. Um, but they work in different ways. So an agency might have a building but probably doesn't have a building. Usually they use foster families. So as I already talked about, it's a family that temporarily houses or or lives with an animal. And the agencies usually have dogs that are really beautiful. Sometimes they have purebred dogs. So, you know, a husky, total husky or a golden retriever. a dog that you might have paid a lot of money for somewhere else. Um, but the agencies are very competitive. So you have to fill out an application, so a form where you answer questions, and they ask so many questions. They ask, what do you do? What is your life like? What is your schedule? Have you had an animal? How will you take care of this animal? How will you train this animal? So how will you teach this animal? Uh, where, where will you walk this animal? Where will you play with this animal? How much money do you have? 
so many questions. And, and they usually do home visits, yes. right? To, to literally come into your home to see the environment or the place where this animal would be living. Yes. So they come and exactly like you said, they come and look at the environment. They make sure you aren't um, like an animal hoarder. So an animal hoarder is somebody that gets so many animals and maybe, you know, 50 or 60 cats and it's keeps the, them. The crazy cat lady. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then they also call references. So you have to give references or write down the people that, um, people that can talk about you. Um, so friends or family or coworkers, and the agency will call those people and ask why you would be a good dog owner or why you would be a good cat owner. Wow, this is quite a complicated process. Very complicated, and it's invasive. Um, and what I mean by invasive is they ask a lot of private questions. Right. They come and into your space, into your home. They talk to a lot of people. It's, uh, it's you know, you, f you don't feel like you have privacy. Um, so that's, that's an agency. The other way that you can find, um, find an animal is at a shelter, which I already mentioned is like a building or a home for stray or homeless animals. And it's a lot easier to find, to adopt a dog or a cat at the shelter because you you go and usually you can take an animal home that day from the shelter, but they're kind of sad, honestly. Um, the animals are in cages, so kind of like boxes and they are scared the dogs bark a lot woof, 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 woof. <laughs> um there are a lot of pit bulls which are pretty aggressive dogs and some shelters are kill shelters which means that if the dog or cat lives there for too long or isn't adopted they will kill the animal um right so it's a little bit sad and the choice of what kind of dog is or cat that you get is a lot smaller um because they have maybe 10 dogs and a lot of them are they have behavior issues behavior problems right so it's definitely not ideal not perfect yeah. But it does allow people to maybe take animals home that wouldn't normally be adopted through an agency. Exactly. So a lot of older pets, mm -hmm. um, people do come to shelters to rescue them because they would, like you said, be killed otherwise. So they try to promote um, adopting older animals as exactly. well. Exactly. So that exactly. they can kind of escape that. Yes. Um, another way that I like, I like to call it people to people. Um, so it would be, for example, somebody who has a cat 
and whose cat had babies. And so they might go on Facebook and tell people, you know, I have these kittens that I'm looking for homes for. Um, or, you know, a friend of a friend who has an animal that they also want to either um, foster, meaning have somebody keep them for a while if they're going away, maybe on vacation, or um, if they're moving, let's say, to another country and they can no longer keep that animal with them, um, they would ask if anybody is interested or would like to take that animal and adopt them. Um, I think it's a great way to find animals and help people find homes for them. But again, I think it comes with that level of concern, meaning um, a little bit of worry of, well, how healthy is this animal? Right. Um, did you take care of it before I'm taking it home? You know, what have you been feeding them? Do they have any medical conditions? Meaning maybe they have been sick or are sick. Maybe they have diabetes. Right. Or cancer. Ear mites. I don't know. What are ear mites? I don't know what <laughs> ear mites are. <laughs> okay, they're little tiny bugs that live in cat's ears, for Ew. example. Right, and you have to get you know, treatment, meaning medicine, and go to the uh, pet doctor. The vet. The veterinarian. <laughs> yes, the veterinarian, but we never say veterinarian. No. You, you say the vet. The vet. Right. Okay. Well, do you have to pay for animals that you find in this people-to-people -people adoption way? Usually, no. Okay. But there are people who, for example, if they have a home somewhere on a little farm or somewhere outside of the city and they regularly um, look for people to adopt their kittens or puppies, they might ask you to pay them for the vet visits mm -hmm. that they may have already done or maybe for you know, the medicine they bought, the animals, or any expenses they might have had. Okay. Yeah, if you go to an agency or a shelter, you will pay an adoption fee. So you'll pay some amount of money, which is a fee. Uh, and usually it's the same. That's for the medicine, um, for getting the dog fixed, uh, which... That's an interesting word. So if you get a dog or a cat fixed, it's that's referring to getting the cat or dog neutered or spayed, which means that you have that that animal has a surgery to remove the organs that allow the animal to have babies. So this animal cannot have babies. It is fixed. And it is actually very expensive yeah. here to get an animal fixed. So a lot of times when you do adopt, especially people to people, the animals aren't yet fixed. Hmm. So that's a fee that you would yourself pay, you know, when you take them to the vet. How much does it usually cost? 
Oh my goodness. For a cat, it could be up to $200. For a dog, it could be up to, you know, $500. Okay, wow. Right. We, uh, I'll tell you a little bit <laughs> later, actually. Um, do you have anything else, uh, any other ways that you can adopt an animal? No? No, I would like you to tell me all about my favorite dog in the world <laughs> your dog Jack that okay. I love so much um, tell me how did you come to have this angel <laughs> yes okay Nikita my husband and I w- wanted a dog and we knew that we wanted to adopt the dog so we looked at a lot of agencies and filled out a lot of applications. Um, We liked looking at agencies because they post pictures of the dogs on Instagram and Facebook and on some other websites so we could look at the dogs, but um, we actually ended up getting Jack from a shelter, not from an agency. Yes. Were you comfortable filling out those applications for agencies, right? Like you said, it felt very um, invasive. I was, but I had some agencies that made me feel uncomfortable afterwards. So my husband, Nikita, works at home. He works from home. He's a graphic designer, and we wrote on our application that Nikita works from home. He doesn't go to the office, so the dog won't be alone in the day. Right. And one agency called me so many times, and they kept asking. So they asked me and asked me and asked me for proof. Uh, that Nikita works from home. So they wanted me to show them something or tell them something so that they could really believe that that was definitely true and that we weren't lying. But I don't know how to prove that he works from home um, (laughs) besides them coming and spending the day at our home. There's there's no document that says he works from home. So it, it became very annoying. Um, things like that happened a lot where I felt, yeah, I felt annoyed mm-hmm. and frustrated. Ah! We talked about that word. Can definitely see I, that. I feel frustrated often, I think. <laughs> so that, that was annoying. Um, but we actually went to a couple of shelters and... One day we went to a shelter in Manhattan in New York City and Jack was the very first dog that we saw and we felt a connection to him. We felt something special and we understood that he was the dog for us and I can't explain how or why but there was something there Mm -hmm. that we felt and actually, it was lucky because we went on a Sunday and 
at that shelter, they said that he had already been adopted on Friday. Wow. And the woman took him home on Friday and then called on Saturday morning and said, I don't want him. Can I bring him back? Oh, my God. Yeah. So they said, keep him a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. So she kept him until 5 p.m. on Saturday and then brought him back to the shelter. And then very next day, we came, and he was the dog for us. Were you worried about the fact that this woman brought Jack back after only two days of having him at home? No, because we asked why, and apparently she... She said that he was scared to go outside, to go for walks, and she didn't have the time or energy or patience okay. to to take him outside and and be, you know, be patient and wait for him to be comfortable. So I thought, you know, you're adopting a dog from a shelter Obviously, he's going to be scared or uncomfortable, and you need patience. You need to be able to wait for him. So I thought, this woman doesn't sound like she was ready for a dog. Definitely. So I wasn't worried. Yes, adopting an animal, especially from a shelter, um, when they have been through probably some crazy experiences meaning yeah. they might have lived in a bad home right they might have been abandoned so there are certain behavior issues yeah. that like you said you need to be patient with and have that time to train them yes one thing uh, you said uh, abandoned mm -hmm. can you talk about what that means abandoned means left alone mm -hmm. somewhere so if i were I don't want to talk about an animal. If I were to abandon uh, my phone, right, I would just leave it on the side of the road and just be gone. Walk away. Walk yeah. away. No more phone. No more phone. Exactly. Don't go back for it. Oh, that's, that's, that's nice. <laughs> Maybe we should all abandon our phones. I think so. Um, you have two cats. I do. Can you tell us about how you adopted Fred and George? Yes. So two of my cats, they're named Fred and George. Um, for Harry Potter fans out there, they're named after the Weasley twins, Fred and George Weasley, because I love Harry Potter. Um, and I did get them as um, people-to-people -people adoption. So definitely a very different process than the one you went through. I was at the time living with a roommate whose friend had a cat who had a bunch of kittens, many kittens. Baby cats. Baby cats. And he asked me one day if I am interested in kittens and he was, I think, joking because we were living together um, but I was absolutely interested and um, the very next day we went to his friend's house I'm gonna call her Julie and 
The reason why she was having people adopt these kittens was because she couldn't keep them all and take care of all of them, right? Okay. So I think this happens often. She didn't, I think, expect her mom kitten, her mom cat to have so many babies. Um, So what would happen if she didn't find people to adopt these animals she might have had to bring them to a shelter. Right. And you wouldn't know if they might kill the kittens. Exactly. So when we got to her house, originally I was only going to get one kitten. You know, I thought I can only commit to raising one child. Um, (laughs) And commit means, um, like, dedicate myself or promise promise. to do something exactly so after looking at the kittens it was this super cute boy cat um he had huge green eyes and he is little tan light brown and he has these spots on his stomach that Mm. almost look like he's a little tiger or something So (laughs) I was ready to take him and I look around and he's running around and he's playing with another kitten and this little kitten is sitting in the corner of the room and he looks so grumpy and he's a little fatter and he's so funny looking um, that I just couldn't resist. I couldn't help myself what do you mean he looked grumpy he he didn't look amused meaning he wasn't that happy that the kittens were trying to play with him at the time like an old man yes he definitely reminds me of an old grumpy man and i had to take him home i had to take them both home um and In New York City, at that time, I didn't own a car, you know, so Mm -hmm. I had to take these two kittens on a train. On the subway. On the subway. We could just say the train in New York, and everyone knows. Um, The metro, as some might say. And I think people on the subway always have such funny reactions to someone who has an animal. Yeah. Because in New York, people on the subway are usually in a rush, you know, they're kind of mean looking, angry looking, they don't want to talk to you, they don't want you to bother them, but when you have an animal, or in this case, I had two tiny kittens um, in a bag in my lap, and everybody in that subway car was looking at them and smiling and asking me questions about these kittens you know so it was a really funny experience um bringing them home that's awesome um how long did it take until the kittens felt comfortable with you do you think i think they were still really small and they weren't used to being away from their mom Mm -hmm. but they were very playful and they were very easy to 
take care of and they got comfortable i would say after a few days oh wow that's fast yes um and they were such excited cats they um would climb on my curtains and they liked to swing from side to side on curtains (laughs) which i guess you wouldn't call them uh good cats but they just had fun (laughs) well as long as they had fun and you had fun right um, but see, the thing about that is I didn't know any of their medical history. Right. So I had to take them to a vet, like we said, and I was the one that paid um, all those bills, yeah. even though I did not pay to adopt them. Okay. Um, we, yeah, we had to take Jack, our dog, to the vet too. Right. So that's the fact of... Mm-hmm. Having a pet, I think. But I think this is this is a good place to end. It's been so fun telling you about our pets and adopting a pet in New York, in America. We want to hear what what it was like for you to adopt a pet. Do you have a pet? How did you get a pet? Do you have shelters in your country? Do you have agencies? Tell us more on our website. Cloando.com Yes. Find other resources. Leave comments. Check out our Instagram. Uh, English with Chloe and O. And we will be back.